Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist, and now a health coach based in Arkansas, who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the 1980s. I think of myself as the queen of Arkansas media. I started this podcast in 2020 to help you live a better life. And for this episode, we're doing it. I have a spicy redhead from the Nashville area. She's Danny Williamson, who's a book author, nurse practitioner, and she just loves to shake things up. You'll get to meet her right after this. Hey friends, I have an idea for your Christmas party catering needs. You can do that at David's Burgers. For those of you in central Arkansas, you know many, many locations. You know the outstanding customer service you get there. You know the outstanding product you get when you buy the burgers and the delicious fries and you know the little cup of ice cream that you get. And they do lots of catering for Christmas parties, whether this is the office, whether this is at home, you want casual, you can bougie it up. You could put caviar in your burger if you want to. You know, you have to bring your own. I'll just uh, BYOC. But my point is, David's Burgers is quality food all the time and a great place to get gift cards for Christmas. I have gotten my son-in-law, I'd say every year since he's been a part of our family since 2015, from David's Burgers, a gift card. That way I know he can go and get what he wants when it's time and take my cute grandkids with him because they also have grilled cheese sandwiches. So if your kid's really picky, there's still a grilled cheese sandwich at David's Burgers. And they are hiring now, just like their sister store, Jess's Chicken. And know this, that it is the Bubba's family. They have an outstanding reputation in central Arkansas. They give so back so much to the community, especially to foster care, uh, adoption services, because they are an adoptive family. So check out all all the goodies, mouthwatering goodies, the hamburger steak, five out of five stars, davidsburgers.com. You know, I'm sitting in the comfort of my office now recording some spots and the doorbell rings. It's Cornerstone Pharmacy. Yeah, uh, compounding at cornerstone.com delivers to those of us in Little Rock, Arkansas for the low, low price of free. But better than that, for those of you listening outside of Little Rock, Arkansas, you can still go online, order your supplements, uh huh, order your hormone testing and get 20% off. Yeah, code is Lisa at checkout. And these are the people that our Kansans have been depending on for more than 20 years for hormone replacement therapy. But there are so many other things that are available and it doesn't have to be something where you think, well, I don't need hormone replacement. You might want some supplements. They have the pure encapsulations, which I really, really like, and some other lines. And those things can help you mitigate some health problems. So compounding at cornerstone.com, link is in the show notes. You save 20% at checkout when you use the magical word Lisa. I hope you do. And guess what? You'll be feeling better in 2023. She won most talkative in high school, and she has been running her mouth ever since. Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast with your host, Lisa Fisher. Introducing Danny Williamson to all the craziness of Little Rock, Arkansas, but I can tell my listeners she's our people. I call that, Danny, a PLU, a people like us. You're a people oh. like us. Amen. You're I a agree. Southerner. Yes. You have red hair, so people know that I love you because they know my love of redheads. You are a nurse practitioner. Yes. And you do nerdy deep dives into health things, which I love. I do now. 
but I spent the first 44 years of my life in fashion. I see you in the closet. You know, I was yeah. in fashion. And Is that right? So, now, oh yeah, I made a turn at 40, well 40, I went back to school at 40, but I was, I had my master's degree in fashion design. I was a fit model in New York City for three <laughs> years when I got out of college. I, I modeled for um, Bob Mackie and Oleg yeah. Cassini yes. and all that. So I yes. was in the, I was in the closet situation there. So that yeah, is awesome. I made a big turn and now I'm, I went from selling breast pumps, breast pumps and nipple cream in my maternity and children's store to, you know, being a family nurse practitioner who now does um, functional medicine, practices functional medicine. I love it. I've, I've done yeah. several of the things you're mentioning, but not all of them. <clears throat> so we have a lot to talk about. One thing is something that's hot off the press. I just left my functional medicine nurse practitioner who take, tends to my thyroid because yes. it, it broke and died a long time ago. And though I've reversed all of my autoimmune conditions, I've reversed the autoimmune side of, I don't have Hashimoto's per se, but the gland's dead, right? So I have to see a nurse practitioner and I did... I'm doing the monthly IVs, um, and I did the one today with NAD, N-A-D. What did I yes. just put in my arm? What did I do, and what should I expect? Well, you put an incredible, and I don't, I'm not super, super up to date on NAD, but IV. But NAD is, holy cow, it's one of the best anti-aging, um, regenerative medicine molecules that we can put in our body and it speeds up mitochondria helps build mitochondria which are the powerhouse of the cell to help give you energy girl it's one of the best it's one of the best and it's part of my post-covid long covid protocol is oh, either good. IV NAD or a liposomal one that we have in the office I don't do IVs girl you're gonna feel good you'll notice a difference I don't know how long it takes because I don't again I'm not that that mm -hmm. up to speed on it but she must be a good nurse practitioner. Hang on to her. She is. She is. And uh, I partner with her. I'm a health coach, so I partner with her with a lot of my clients because when you speak the language I speak of wondering why you're overweight, wondering why your menopause is sunk to the ground, I have to have a provider to partner with who can run the lab work. So these women, and this is what happens. You know this, Danny. These women, because insurance will will pay typically from her office that she orders it, but they get their results and they're crying. They're going, why hasn't someone told me that my fasting insulin's 20 or that my TSH, even though they say it's normal, my nurse practitioner, Lindsay says, no, 2.5 is not normal. So mm -hmm. it's just partnering with women because I've walked that path where no one listened to me. I, they patted me on the leg and told me to take a B vitamin and to lose 10 pounds. And I was like, right. I was hanging on to dear life and my thyroid antibodies were off the page. So it, and, and that's what I think you really helped me understand because your social media is fabulous. We'll, we will post all of your wonderful things in the show notes, but it's at wild and well, you're in Franklin, Tennessee. What made you realize, aren't you in Franklin? I am in Franklin, but it's at Danny Williamson Wellness. The book, I'm sorry, the, the book, the book is Wild and Well. I'm so no, sorry. The yes. Social media all across the board: Facebook, YouTube, Instagram is Danny Williamson Wellness. My bad. I, a journalist. But the book is Wild and Well. The war book is Wild and Well, and which is we need to talk about that too. But w did you have a bumpy time in your late 30s, not feeling right, girl? Or did did your menopause put you? in the bed like what did it for you so 
So my story is that I spent 24 years seeing doctors, but I grew up, it starts with the childhood. I grew up in such chaos, just a complete crap show of chaos, yeah, right? Same. Where my grandfather had died by suicide. My mom attempted multiple times. I had a child molester for a stepfather, one who who almost beat me to death my senior year in high school. He, he hit me one time and the whole time they were married, but it about killed me my senior year. And I had chronic diarrhea from all the stress. Mm -hmm. I started with my first colonoscopy at age 20 in college, chronic, chronic IBS, four colonoscopies before I was 44 and every other test known to man, every pill known to man, four gastroenterologists itched forever, diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia in my 30s. 10 doctors, and then I was in a bad marriage, right? And I got out of a bad marriage and went to school at 40 as a nurse, flipping careers. 44 years old, 10 doctors later, 20 to 44 seeing doctors before a doctor ever leaned in and said, Danny, what are you eating? Don't you know your diet controls your symptoms? It turned the entire trajectory of my world around 12 years ago when I was 44. I feel better at 56 than I ever did at 36, 46, you know, at, at all. So it was, yes, I had a rocky road. My 30s were awful. My 40s were bad because I was in school the first part of it. And then I just felt terrible and I didn't know what I was doing. And I was trying to reverse four decades of chronic lifestyle disease. So now I'm living proof to women that are 50 in their 50s and menopausal and postmenopausal that you can turn around anything that you've turned on. I'm living proof of that. You know, if you were born healthy, Lisa, you don't have to live sick, but it takes a lot of guidance, doesn't it? And it took somebody taking me by the hand. I mean, it was my former boss. And he said, Danny, your diet's killing you. So when we lower the inflammation in our body, is when we start to see all of these changes. And what I find is that menopausal women going through menopause, the ones who are the most inflamed, the ones who aren't eating well or sleeping well, but prior to menopause starting, right? Who aren't pooping well, who are not moving their body, who have a lot of stress, who have a lot of inflammation and they're puffy. They have a lot, they have a more difficult journey through menopause than the women who are starting you know, already not as inflamed. I mean, I and I had a rough time through menopause, even though I was pretty dang good when I went through menopause healthy-wise. But it's a journey, isn't it? I mean, it's a journey. It is, but it's finding the right provider to you lock bet. arms with you who doesn't patronize you. And that's why my nurse practitioner, I, and because of uh, my bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, it's a journey like anything else. I can only tolerate uh, the estradiol pellet because I can't tolerate a testosterone pellet. So here's my testosterone transdermal. Yeah. And then I've got my progesterone downstairs in the cabinet that I take at night. So I do have three different ways to Me too. Yeah, to get my body and I'm seeing that a lot with my clients. So I don't want people to jump off the uh, the wagon here and think, well, pellets aren't for me. Pellets are harder love, to titrate. Right. But I, they are. I love my pellets. I have testosterone pellets in me, not estrogen. So I'm the opposite oh. of you. I have an estrogen transdermal that I use. 
and then my progesterone by mouth and then my testosterone pellet. And I love that works for me. And that's where you get into. That's where you need personalized lifestyle medicine, right? My medicine yes. for Danny Williamson, my journey and my protocol is completely different Absolutely. than Lisa Fisher's, Absolutely. right? And yes. then the next, but then KK over there and right. Jody over there, right. that's where you need a provider who can personalize mm-hmm. it to each of you. And I am telling you, tribe, those of you that are listening, if you have a healthcare provider who doesn't listen to you, who doesn't lock arms with you, as Lisa said, then you have the right to find a new provider. Find a new provider. Get a records release. Have your records released and transferred to somebody else who's going to listen to you because we work for you. I work for Lisa if she was my my patient. Now, I work for you. It's as simple as that. And if it's not working out, you have the right to find another nurse practitioner. Absolutely. I think one thing, and I don't know if it's the female anatomy that says I have to please people and I can't, you know, I can't fire somebody, but I've had several that'll come back and say, um, well, I'm not going to take this, but I don't want to tell my doctor. He might get mad. And I go, your doctor doesn't know if you're taking some, it was some medicine. And of course I don't give medical advice at all, but we were hashing it out. And I said, well, some people remove that. I don't even remember what it was, but I said, you don't have to take it. And she said, well, what if he finds out? And I go, does he come to your cabinet every day and look at your pills? I said, and then I said, fire him because you're the customer and the customer is always right. I mean, my husband's in sales. So this is what he tells, you know, the customer is always right. Well, let's talk a little bit about more in your health, just because I have a similar um, personal journey with some crazy up in there. The one thing I did different and God just protected me was I, I chose the right mate because that definitely adds its cumulative with the stress and uh, health issues but because i did grow up in you know dysfunction my mother overdosed i moved in with cousins i didn't know um i was sexually abused i mean all the things right and a lot of alcoholism a lot of addiction i mean just all this addiction um my hot my ace score is so high my adverse childhood experiences so you see, I have vitiligo, I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I have achalasia, I have all these issues, right? But how many then, but you're not saying you have a whole host of health issues. Well, I did, yeah, lupus and fibro. And oh, that's right, lupus syndrome. and fibro. But I kind of, and I, I don't want to get anyone mad, but I have seen people reverse their lupus and fibro you with bet. the right choices. That's right. Not many. Some people do the walls protocol. Some people do other things. But all this I want to ask you, did your thyroid not break? No. My thyroid works incredible. No Hashimoto's. None of that. You're the only person I know with a functioning thyroid. Isn't that something? Yes. And so people always laugh and say, well, it's good because you can take care of all of us. You know, and Hashimoto's is the bulk of my practice. That's what I do. That's my focus, really. But, But it turns into all these other autoimmune diseases as well. And so, you know, I talk all about adverse childhood experiences in this book. It's the entire first part of the book because I didn't know about this growing up. No doctor 44, well, actually never once, I'm 56 years old, no healthcare provider has ever asked me about my childhood. Was there trauma? Danny, the the colonoscopy or the gastroenterologist should have been asking because it's not normal for a 20 year old to be, you know, pooping her pants basically at nonstop. 
Uh, no one asked. And when I learned about this, every single patient in my office now gets the adverse childhood experience oh, questionnaire. Good. Every single patient. It's changed the way I practice medicine, actually. And now I get to see, oh my goodness, because I know my score is a six. I had an eight this week, a brand new patient. Her score is an eight. She has yeah. two or three autoimmune diseases. I'm a seven, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm a six, you're a seven, mm-hmm. she was an eight. I've had a few tens, you know, wow. and, and the research is clear on our future if we don't do something about it, right? right. I mean, if a score above four, we have a shortened lifespan, 20-year right. shortened wow. lifespan, they say. And so adverse childhood experiences are huge. What happens to you before the age of 18 can set you up for a lifetime of chronic disease. And I think it's one of the it's one of the uh, most significant missed public health crises in the United States. We don't ask. We don't ask. Because there's no pill for it. There's no pill for it. (laughs) And and so, but the research is clear, and it, we're getting more and more on it every decade. It came. I mean, we learned about it in the '90s, and 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 so those of you that don't know about Aces, I'm sure you do. If you're at Lisa's tribe, you can look it up. You know, you yes, can just I'm type in. That, I'll put one the link in the show notes where you can take the test. Take the it's, test for free, and then yes. you know you got to think about this. And you know, I did. I've done a lot of work around this. A lot of work around this, a lot of of EMDR and experiential therapy. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I have really worked hard to forgive the mother that did not protect me, whom I now have to take care of. Right. As we were talking earlier. Oh, yeah, that's something. Um, Well, I I hate to outdo you on this, but my stomach hurt all my life. I had a (laughs) bottle of Pepto-Bismol with me. I had diarrhea all my life. My stomach hurt. So I'm older than you. I'm 60. So four years ahead of you, if that had happened to you, well, I was about 22. I was a young, I'm a radio TV personality. I was a young radio TV anchor. And there I was on that <laughs> gurney that flipped doing a barium enema. Yeah. That's what they used to do when you came in and said, my stomach hurts all the time. I have diarrhea. And you know what they said when, yeah. we're done, when we were finished? Can't find anything wrong. Yeah. I was a, a junior in college when I had my barium in them. I'll oh, never you've had forget one too. that. Yeah. Got up, got up and walked. Oh, that was just awful. I mean, awful. that whole thing was awful. Was, do it, they it still do ter- those? I don't know if they still do them or not. I haven't heard anyone have one yeah. in a long time, but that was humiliating. Either. Humiliating. And, yeah, well, here, terrible. for for people listening. So here I was a young, I mean, I was just brand new, like in radio and TV. So when I walked in, that's when you really had no privacy when you went into a medical facility. It was the eighties and my name, my maiden name is Gibson. So they said, Lisa Gibson and the little old lady said, well, honey, I listen to you on the radio every day. Can't wait to listen to you today after this. And I was like, I, I think I tooted through the entire show because they fill your, they use your the back undercarriage they use your undercarriage and your butt to put barium into your stomach the contents of your stomach and they flip you up and down like you're at the fair and you walk out of there and go i'm sorry that we're having this conversation but people don't know about them because i don't think they do them anymore and i remember just being i got out of the I, par- I, I passed, I tooted all the way from the See? table to the bathroom with See? everybody standing See? in there, you know. Oh, yeah, it was awful. 
awful. Just came out everywhere. Oh, it was awful. So all that being said, had that doctor said, Danny, what in the world? You're living your best life at college. Why are you so sick? What has happened to you? Nobody. Nobody asked. No. Nobody. And we're not asking. We're not asking these kids, Mm -hmm. these kids who have... You know, I mean, they, they end up with, you know, all kinds of issues. These these young kids, pediatric patients, we never ask them what's happening at home. We don't talk to the mother. Mm-hmm. Are you being abused? Right. Mm-hmm. Is your husband beating you? Is your I mean, mm-hmm. we don't we we are. It's a broken system. Mm-hmm. It's a broken system. You're exactly right. And it is just and I do know I hate it for our providers who third party pay corners them and says you get 10 minutes good luck and so you sit down and you say well my symptoms are this this and this and they're researching their uh, google brain going "Ooh, i know a pill for that rather than saying let's back up tell me what'd you have for breakfast today and <laughs> tell me yeah you know yeah those things that's right so that's what we do in functional medicine that's right we try to get out to the why. root cause because you you weren't born with lupus. You weren't born no, with Hashimoto's. Right. You weren't right. born with migraine headaches or anxiety, right. depression, joint pain, uh, irritable bowel, Crohn's disease, celiac. I mean, you're not born with that. We turn that on through decades of dysfunction or maybe not even decades, maybe early on like it was for me. Mm-hmm. You know, we turn it on. But your body is designed to turn off whatever it turns on. But you have to know how to do that. And you have to know the steps to that. And unfortunately, in traditional allopathic medicine, we're not taught that. I wasn't taught that. I have a great education. 300 and something nurse practitioners. We were never taught. There's a root cause for Uh your patient's heartburn. It's not an axiom deficiency. There's a root cause for her heartburn. Figure it out. Never. So did you do food elimination or what was your First thing I did. Yeah. First thing I did elimination diet in fact it was 12 years ago tomorrow november 16th 2010 i got my first food sensitivity test back 29 foods were on it 29 foods eggs number one my body hates eggs cashews gluten sugar and dairy those are the five foods my body hates they have stayed on my food sensitivity for years First thing I did was the hardest thing I ever did. I got it back the week before Thanksgiving. I didn't do it. I said, this is BS. And I threw it on the ground. And Dr. (laughs) Dr. Kalb said, you're, if you're going to work here, you're going to walk the walk. If you're asking your patients to do this, then you're going to walk the walk. And I said, well, I'll do it in January because Christmas, my birthday is January. And, and I did, I, I turned, I, I started looking at it in 2011 and I have never gone back. Never. There's not enough gluten in the world to make me go back to how I felt. I'm not going to fart my way across a room after a barium enema ever again. So I haven't and thought about that, you. Lisa, in three decades. But I am not going back to feeling how I felt in my 20s. Never. And right. my 30s. I'm not doing it. And it was not easy. It's very difficult to give up the foods that are in everything, packaged, processed, bagged, fake, man-made food. Right. Right. We are are wired to want that food because it tastes good. And it's all about, it's all a chemistry experiment. And Mm -hmm. I shared on Instagram last night about your favorite chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. It has 51 Mm -hmm. ingredients in it. It's all about addiction. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. Um, A book that changed my life, I'm a... 
I celebrate my sixth uh, birthday with intermittent fasting next week. And so that's what got me into health coaching was the, how it, it reversed a lot. It helped reverse a lot of my conditions as well as some re- food removal. Well, just because re- I have a, a rare swallowing disorder um, that's a motility disorder. And my GI doc said after he had seen me, and this is one of those that no one's ever heard of, this uh, achalasia is what it's called. And I had to see an advanced clinician in Missouri for it. And he told me one time, he said, well, and now it's completely reversed. But he said, I think you've reversed it because of your intermittent fasting. And I said, how would that affect it? And he said, sweetie, like this, we were never designed to digest all day. And we are told to eat from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. And because I'm giving my esophagus a break, he said, you have reversed your achalasia. So that, that, and now I take less thyroid medicine. So the only medicine I, and that's not even medicine, it's a hormone replacement. So I don't really take a drug. But that's all right. this to say, the book that really changed my life was Why We Get Sick by Dr. Ben Bickman. He's the um, metabolic scientist from Brigham Young. And he's the first person that ever used the terms, if you get your food out of boxes and bags with barcodes, they're not foods. No, I didn't know that. What's the name of that book? Why We Get Sick. Follow him on social media. It's at Benjamin Bickman, B-I-K-M-A-N. He is a dear and a brilliant, brilliant mind. He was just on with Max Lugavere's show. He's been on Hyman's podcast. I mean, he's the foremost scientific authority on metabolism in the world. He's a PhD. He's not an MD. He's a PhD. So he all he does is work on humans and lab rats, right? Yeah. I don't know why I wouldn't know him, but I don't. But I've got him pulled up here. I just put that book in my uh, cart. He, there we yes. go. And so I listened to it, but that's the first time I'd ever heard those terms. And then Jen Stevens and the mother of intermittent fasting talks about, you know, she uses the term, and I know it's been used before, but I like to give credit to people, is frankenfoods. And it's the hyper... Mm-hmm hyper palatable foods that aren't really foods. I mean, by then it's a science mm-hmm. project and it's not a food. The food Jen and is... I've known each Jen and I've known each other for a few years. I is was just right? in Scottsdale with her oh, yeah. at the JJ Virgin's mind share. Right. Yeah. So right, 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 Jen right. is great. She's great. She's got a good book. She got several good books. She was yes. I hosted her in my home in March and people all over the state came to meet her and we did different things for her to get to mix and mingle and she was just lovely and she's a plu for sure a people like us she's a southerner who cares about your health you know and her health story is amazing i mean she calls intermittent fasting the health plan with a side effect of weight loss but you know she she's 52 or 53 now and no health conditions except for navigating menopause which as we were mentioning is a thing that's so right. when, when do you start thinking, because I have clients and friends in their 40s, you know, I know some young people, um, when should they start looking into, you know, doing a Dutch test or a saliva test to see what's going on with their hormones? At what age? I don't know. I'm a believer in, in your third, in your mid 30s for a baseline. You because, really you know, so? your, your hormones start to drop in your 30s. Now, I okay. never had any testing in my 30s. I right. didn't get any testing until I was 44, 45 years old. But, yeah. you know, when I can look at when I can have a baseline in their 30s and I can see what that progesterone is doing for sure, 
because that's your calming hormone, right? Mm -hmm. That's the first hormone that starts to drop in your 30s. And women don't realize that. So, you know, they get a little bit more PMS, a little bit more irritable, Mm -hmm. a little bit more breast tenderness. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes that's progesterone. That's also the hormone that keeps the baby in the womb. And women with multiple miscarriages oftentimes Mm -hmm. have very low progesterone. So if we're dealing with that, we definitely have to check that. But I I would like in the 30s to get a baseline. And then in the 40s, you know, and we check, I mean, we ch- I check hormones every six months on people because they change all the time. Even postmenopausal, should I be checking mine periodically still to see if my pill hormones, is right? Yes. Okay. Well, if we're on bioidentical hormones, yes. Yeah. If you're okay. not using any bioidentical hormones, if the patient doesn't want any, and I can't imagine not, but they don't, I've got several who won't. They won't do it. Tell me why. You know, then what, we don't what, have to what, check it, but with hormones, yes, I do. To every what's six their reasoning? Months. What's their reasoning? Why don't they want to feel better? They're scared. And even though I educate them about breast cancer, right? right? And Mm -hmm. about uterine cancer and ovarian cancer. And I tell Mm -hmm. them, we have plenty of evidence. Bioidentical hormones do not cause cancer. They don't cause cancer. Um, Horse urine will, Primarin, right? Right. Which is is bioidentical to a 2,000 pound mare that it's named after, (laughs) Primrin, pregnant mare urine. And that's bioidentical to her. But it's not to Lisa Fisher, who is, you know, a hundred and something pounds. So that's not bioidentical. That's conjugated equine horse piss. And and so, and, and the research is clear on that. But hormones don't cause cancer. And here's the here's what I tell them. And then some of them will transition and say, okay, if hormones cause cancer, then my 25-year-old daughter, who's a couple hundred yards away over here, my 25-year-old daughter, her friends, all of her friends in the 20s, all the pregnant women would all have breast cancer because their hormones are through the roof in the 20s, in their teens. And when you're pregnant, they're not all diagnosed with breast cancer. And they've got way more hormones in them than we'll ever have as postmenopausal women on hormone replacement. And then they go, oh, right. Yeah. Well, I hadn't thought about that. Well, my doctor said that women don't need hormones. We don't need hormones. There's a reason we go through menopause. And I'm like, Uh, yeah, okay. Now I get that. There is a reason. I have a few things to ask God about when I get up there because I don't understand (laughs) that one. But your estrogen is going to protect your brain. Oh my gosh, the Alzheimer's research on low estrogen and Alzheimer's is clear. It's it's out there. We have decades of it. You know, your skin, there's a reason those 20-something-year-olds look so good because they've got all that estrogen in their body and their skin is up to here, right? And their boobs right. are up to here, right? And they, they just look good and their brain is sharp and their muscles are looking good and and I said, you know, we don't we don't have to be overcorrected, but to be in balance hormonally I will die with my bioidentical hormones in this hand. I will have my low-dose naltrexone. I take naltrexone in this hand, and I'll have my pro-resolving mediators for inflammation in the middle. I will die with three things, but those hormones were the first thing I started on, and I plan on taking them forever. They're scared. You know, they're scared of breast cancer. They're they're scared of breast cancer. It scares them to death. One in eight women are going to have breast cancer. Well, that's true. They are. That's what the research shows. But the research is clear. Bioidentical hormones do not cause cancer. In fact, they're protective. I need a show of hands. Who feels overwhelmed by the holidays? It's the gift buying, the wrapping, uh, the family coming and going. And it's also the food preparation. 
You know what? I have a website that can help you with that. It's Ralston Family Farms. Ralston Family Farms. Yes, these are the people I've been telling you about if you've ever listened to my podcast. And that is the family that's been farming for, are you ready? 10 generations. They non-GMO product, regenerative farming, all the things that we want in farmers, they're doing it right in Atkins, Arkansas. It's uh, outside of kind of the Russellville area, any of you that are from Arkansas. They use the Arkansas River, part of their water. I mean, it's really an amazing story. But the more amazing thing is that Brittany, the daughter-in-law, she handles the website and on it, she helps with all the recipes. She even creates these amazing recipes. So do you want the red rice s'mores bake? Yeah, you do. Do you want the cilantro lime chicken rice bowl? I did that last year for a party. I was quite the most popular hostess ever. Shrimp and grits cakes, so good. All the things that you get, all the products that you buy from Alston Family Farms, top notch, but now you can use their website for recipes. Do it right now, save it on your device and go back day in, day out. You'll never get tired of it. It's RalstonFamilyFarms.com. I need people to stop their recorder, their device, and back it up 15 seconds and hear you say that again, because it's the one thing that I think anybody in the health space has to contend with. There's another thing we have to contend with, and we'll talk about that in a minute. My ADD will act up, so let me write it down. Um, But And when it was just explained to me with a, a physician in Southwest Arkansas, Dr. Keith Mitchell said, Lisa, when do you think your hormones were? the strongest or most vibrant. And I said, I said late teens and the girl with me said pregnancy. And he said, do Mm -hmm. you know anyone with late teens or pregnancy that's breast cancer? No. Who has breast cancer? Women who are 55, 60, 65. And he said, they have no estrogen. And I went, oh. And so we know it was an erroneous study from the Women's Health Institute, right? WHI? Women's Health Initiative. Initiative, I'm sorry. Initiative, of course. Um, that we now know. And we also have to follow the money like we did during COVID. Who is saying follow this? The money. Yeah, you're like, oh, the person who might be getting a kickback. Oh, I got it now. So same thing with the WHI study and drug companies and all that. And I'm, I'm not here to argue over that, but it is something for women to open their eyes about. Now, I do know one, um, opposite, or she's now a gynecologist in Arkansas who I have a lot of respect for told me once she said, but the problem is, as an MD, I don't want to get in a spitting contest with the oncologist who fuss at me because I'm telling their former cancer patients, yeah, you really can get estradiol, you know, bioidentical estradiol. She said, I'm not going to die on that hill. And I do want to remind people, this is not medical advice. My attorney wanted That's me right. to tell you. We're just chatting here. Um, but with that... What do you say then to the woman who has had a malignancy, a breast cancer malignancy? Because I'm, I'm with you. I'm riding this train all the way home. Well, I have my two oldest patients, 97, maybe 98, 97, 98. My second oldest patient's 88. I know that for a fact. They both had breast cancer in their 40s. Both did. Now, I didn't know them then, clearly. They both were in California. They've been on hormones ever since. I prescribed their hormones for them. I've seen them for 10 years. They came to me, two separate people from California, don't even know each other, on bioidentical hormones post-breast cancer, right? And the 88-year-old just 
had got breast cancer again. Um, she had a lumpectomy, but 40-something years later ha- has been great. They both have told me that their their quality of life was worth way more than not being on their hormones. You know, they were absolutely miserable, losing their mind post-breast cancer without any hormones. So, God. I've had several patients on hormones post-cancer. I have a lady right now who had ovarian ovarian cancer, and I've got her on low-dose estriol. Um, oh. Her doctor was really adamant about no estradiol, but she's okay. on lo- no, she's on no, 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 she's on a real low-dose estradiol patch as well. I just counsel with them, and I say, look, here's the benefits, here's here's the risks and the benefits. I can't guarantee anything. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I do know the benefits, though, of this. And I have a, a good friend of mine who's a functional oncologist here in town. And I there's always, such a thing. There is. He's 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 older too. He's trying to retire, and we won't let him retire oh, um, because he's brilliant. And he he really guides me a lot with these women. I have a 45 year old just diagnosed three weeks ago breast cancer. Never been married. No children. Had a Mirena IUD. Has now gotten it taken out. But she has a pretty big breast cancer, um, 45, and he's on the, the team now. I called him immediately, and I don't know what we're going to do, but it's a triple positive um, hormone receptor positive cancer. So he, the thing is, I think you have to weigh the risks and benefits of this. Yeah. Um, when women are ripped off their hormones instantly or had their ovaries u- ripped out or their uterus, they immediately go into some sort of depression or anxiety, horse hot flashes, rapid aging, memory loss, memory loss. Um, So again, it's the terrain. Dr. Dr. Um, uh, Oh, for crying out loud, Danny, Nasha Winters. I had her, I've had her on my podcast, on my Sunday night service. I mean, Nasha Winters wrote the book, The Metabolic Approach to Cancer. She was 19 years old, Lisa, given three months to live with stage four ovarian cancer at 19. She just turned 52, 52 years old. She changed everything. She became a doctor. She went through nurse or through doctor, through medical school. She wrote the best book I've ever read on cancer. And she says, it's all about the terrain, the gut, right? Right. Healing the gut and killing the cancer. Mm -hmm. So, Again, it's about inflammation. Cancer feeds on inflammation. Cancer feeds on sugar. Right. Right? Sugar. So I'm not against hormones with can you know, again, I can't tell people what to do. I can educate them on it and then they make their decision. And a lot of times people's quality of life is what they want. Yes, right. It is a wonderful quality of life. It's one go ask the man that I'm married to and my children. It is wonderful when, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. We know. No, no, we, we no. Know. And and we suffer, you know, again, the menopause is a mess. And then a lot of women are having children older now, and then they've got these teenagers and they're going through menopause. And I mean, it's a mess. It's rough. And they're taking care of a parent. Yes. Yes. But here's what I want these women to know that are listening, that menopause, Dr. Christiane Northrup says this, uh-huh. and I, and I've used it, I've used it for 10 years. And now that I've gone through menopause, I believe it. It's a it's a it's a rite of passage denied by many. Hmm. And you know, a lot of women die before they ever get to menopause. It is an honor and a privilege to go through this journey. Wow. It's denied by many. 
when you get to the other side, it's fantastic. Yes. I think it's great. I wouldn't I go back to lot, any of that before. Mm-hmm. I think men of postmenopausal is great, but my hormones are balanced. That's I'm right. in balance. I feel good. Right. But it is an honor and a privilege and a rite of passage denied by many. Enjoy it. Ride the wave. Know it's temporary, but it's a journey. It's a journey, right? Totally. But yeah. it's it's okay. Millions of women have done it, but millions of women died this year as well who will never be able to see menopause. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay, let's talk about the low-dose naltrexone, LDN. I was given it for my high um, Hashimoto's um, antibodies years ago. Now I've reversed it, so I I have switched to fasting and a carnivore diet, so there must have been something. Again, I was eating. That was inflaming me. But tell me what your approach is, why you like the LDN and all the things about it. Well, I'm on, you're not on it anymore? Not anymore because I couldn't tell a difference and it didn't affect my antibody count, so I ditched it. But if I need to go okay. back, I will. Well, I tell you what, it's it's anti-inflammatory, right? So okay. what it does is, and, and we also use it for cancer patients. It's really great for that. But what it does, naltrexone. Now, Narcan is what we shoot up people's nose or jam them in or in Pulp Fiction, jammed it in the heart, break right. you back up after you've overdosed on mm-hmm. Oxycontin, heroin, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part, this is Narcan, but it's low dose, 1.5 milligrams, 3 milligrams, 4 milligrams, 4.5 milligrams versus 300 milligrams. Right. So teeny tiny little doses of low dose naltrexone that block all naltrexone, blocks pain receptors in the nighttime between 2 and 4 a.m. in the morning. When it blocks them, it tricks your body into making three times or 300% more endorphins the next day. And as endorphins go up in your body, inflammation goes down. Not only inflammation, but your weight as well. So Wellbutrin, the antidepressant, Wellbutrin, they put it in their 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 mm-hmm. antidepressant, I don't know, five, six, eight years ago, mm-hmm. renamed it Contrave mm-hmm. for weight loss mm-hmm. because it does curb your appetite. So you take it at bedtime, it blocks those pain receptors, tricks your body into making more endorphins the next day, and it lowers inflammation. It okay. also has a it's kind of a mood stabilizer. I mean, it improves your mood, helps with weight, but pain joint pain. It helps with pain. You have to clean your diet up. You need to take fish oils, things Mm -hmm. like that. But it helps with pain like I've never seen. I went to the international conference on low-dose naltrexone four years ago in Scotland, in Glasgow, Scotland. I flew across the pond to get over there. Let me tell you, we're the only country who doesn't use low-dose naltrexone the way it should be used. Oh, really? But, well, it, it, it's incredible. It's an anti-inflammatory. So my patients who are on LDN, and I probably write more low-dose naltrexone than anyone in Tennessee. I have no doubt, maybe <laughs> even in this little tri-state area. Right. I mean, hundreds of patients on LDN. My patients on LDN did much better with COVID. Okay. Much better when they got COVID. Now, not that they weren't sick. I'll sign back up. I mean, I'm an easy sell and I do like to do things that help my body. That's why I did the NAD today. I want to do things to help my body. And that's, you know, and and I tell patients, you know, you can't take painkillers with it because it's, we use it right to reverse an overdose because it blocks painkillers. So you can't take 
Oxycontin or Lortab or Dilaudid. Now, you can take ibuprofen if you need it, but hopefully you won't. But or Tylenol. Right. But not painkillers because okay. they won't work. It's short-acting, lasts for eight hours in your body, but then it tricks those endorphins. It's fascinating mechanism of action. Okay. And um, for skin, vitiligo, psoriasis, huh? okay. eczema, <laughs> oh, yeah. Girl, let me tell you, any autoimmune condition, right? Hashimoto's for yeah. sure. Multiple sclerosis. I have my best friend on it with MS. But any sort of autoimmune skin, it's it's a big deal. And, and the, the major side effect, there are two major side effects. The first one are vivid dreams. Vivid. And I mean, okay. I don't know if you remember it or not, but most people dream crazy stuff, not not sex dreams, but not nightmares. I mean, so it's kind of just this crazy thing. So, you know, yeah, melatonin kind of does that to me. If I even have two milligrams of melatonin, I do start having weird vivid dreams. Yeah, yeah. Well, and cool. then sometimes, sometimes people have some sleep disturbance, like they, they have some insomnia for a few days, but that's really rare. The okay. vivid dreams, though, are pretty darn, pretty darn common. It's crazy. Okay. I've dreamed the nuttiest stuff for 10 years, but I'm telling you, I love it anti-inflammatory. Just look up low-dose naltrexone. You'll okay. see that it's for drug addicts. And you'll be like, what? I'm not a drug addict. And providers don't understand it either. But the rheumatologist in town that I that I work with, they really accept the fact that I write it. And now a couple of them are writing low-dose naltrexone for their patients and they're Good. doing it. And I'm, and I'm happy about that because I'm telling you, it's a game changer for people. Well, it's it's almost, uh, I mean, you don't want to say prophylactic, but it is preventing you then from having some things. So with that same train of thought, do you have the same philosophy with metformin? I don't know enough about, I mean, I know all about metformin, but I don't know. I'm not against it. I have several patients who are on it for anti-aging, regenerative, you know, and I don't know enough. I can't even speak to it. I got my own plate full over here with right. autoimmune and stuff and gut health. Do you, are you on metformin? Do you take no, metformin? No, but there is an, an, because I'm in this space and I do send clients, another nurse practitioner, in fact, she's a curly redhead like you. Um, she told me now um, that she is prescribing it to most of her patients. And she said to me, um, uh, we're talking about type two diabetes. I said, well, my biological father, grandfather and great grandfather are all type two diabetic, but they were alcoholics. And so they really kind of pickled their pancreas. You know, they weren't overweight. Yes. They were, they were thin. And she said, then she goes, if I were you, I'd start taking metformin. And so again, I'm, I, I have this prideful thing about, I don't take medicine, but I, I wouldn't mind taking berberine. Do you think berberine yes. would have the same effect? Absolutely. Okay, Without a doubt, that was that was on. My, I was going to mention okay. that whenever, yeah, because that's you know we use a lot of berberine in the office for blood sugar regulation, for anti-inflammatory, antiviral, antifungal. I mean, I use a lot of berberine. Okay. Okay. You want a good berberine that's got all the things in it, and um, yeah, I would try berberine first. I don't know. I don't think metformin is not going to hurt you. I mean, the, okay. the major side effects diarrhea. I mean, right. you might have diarrhea. Right. Um, I just don't know that the jury's out yet on that one. I don't know. I don't, again, I can't speak to that. She and this to, lady I'm talking about is kind of her thing is longevity. So okay. she, well then see, she knows more than I she do. She said, it. I'm really studying it. And she'll at least, I really think you would like long-term the results from it. So I have a, I know somebody he's in his nineties and he just started it. 
um, oh, probably wow. about a year and a half ago. And he's <laughs> all about it. He's all about it. He's a dentist and he, um, he, I mean, he's taking it. He, so okay. I, I don't, it's not going to hurt you. Could help you. How's that? Okay. And as all these things are, okay. The other one we have to talk about, cause my word, my phone's probably blowing up already about this semaglutide or ozempic what is your philosophy what are you thinking about the kardashian weight loss of three weeks with semaglutide so i see people who do just like them and lose all kinds of weight in three weeks and others who do not i literally i don't prescribe it i don't do it but i'm really good friends with a, a clinic in town who does and probably i have sit, half of my employees have gone over there and done it worked beautifully, worked beautifully for them. I have some patients though, who come in and say, Danny, it didn't, it didn't do much for me at oh. all. Again, I don't think it's going to hurt you. And I think if it really gets that weight off of you, that is a great thing. But so you can do all of this metformin stuff. You can do all the peptides, you can do all of this, but if you don't have a maintenance plan afterwards, because we're not going to do this forever, then you're going to gain that weight right back. So I think the mechanism on how it works, I, I, I don't, again, I don't do, I would love to study peptides. Peptides are very, there's a nuance to peptides and you have to know exactly what you're doing or you can hurt somebody doing okay. all of, all of okay. this. And so I'm getting ready to start some brain peptides and I don't even know what they are yet. I mean, I, I don't okay. even know yet. I'm trusting my, my, my nurse practitioner to get it right for me for brain health. Um, but I, I, our patients are seeing, have you tried it? No. I don't need to lose I, any weight. I, I mean, I'm so fine. I've considered it for my daughter who does need to lose some weight, you know, and she's working on it. She's working with me. She just moved home two days ago, three days ago. So we're trying to, you know, get her back on track. And I've considered it for her. So I'm not against it. Well, um, here's but my, again, this is my concern, though, because I've been yes. to the Dr. Jason Fung School of um satiety hormones so mm -hmm. if you look at the brain and you look at the uh hypothalamus which is at the brain stem that is the metabolic control for your body and i'm, I'm going over this with you but every, you know this you have ghrelin that tells you you're hungry you have leptin yes. yy peptide and uh cholecystokine and that tell you not to pick up the fork you're full that's right and he says so right put your fork down so i did hcg 15, 10, 12 years ago. It was miraculous yep. while I yeah, took it. I, yeah. But then I gained the weight back because it didn't fix the brain hormone satiety. So that's, that's what I'm wondering about in these, some are my clients and some are just friends, but they're all doing it. And somebody in Little Rock did find a way to compound it a lot more affordably for 40 and 50 bucks a week, as opposed to 1200 a month. Yeah. So in some of my people are PCOS, they're insulin resistant and I, I want them to lose the weight, but I yes. don't know in six months or a year if the brain's going to keep telling them, put the fork down. What do you think? I don't know. And I think the jury's still out, you know, okay. it's, it's, it's brand new for us. Like, it right. Is. It's all over. It's, it's the latest thing. It is it's the, the latest, latest thing. thing. And unless they have that groundwork with somebody like you, right. Who's helping them figure out the root cause of all of this. Right. right. Where's where did this start? Because, you know, you weren't born 75 pounds overweight. Right. What happened? Unless you have somebody who can help you 
with the plan when it's over. I think it's fantastic if we use it as a kickstart, but it's not, it's a Band-Aid. If not, you're going to gain it all right back. I got a patient today. She's very high up in uh, Optavia. Oh. Now, I think, yeah. well, you don't want to know what I think, and I'll keep my mouth shut. But um, I agree I, with what her, you think. I, I told I her six you. months ago. Uh-uh. Now she's lost. She lost 60, 70 pounds six months ago. She's gained. She's gained a lot of back today. I saw her today for the first time, and she's very frustrated. And I told her, I said, "Listen, sis, we discussed this. This is packaged, processed, fake food. Nobody can live on a tiny little bar like this, right? And then a lean and green or whatever they Not do. Long term. So the yeah. thing is." All of this stuff goes in cycles. All of these fads do, right? And and like you said, if you don't fix those hunger hormones, if we don't get to the root and we don't do the work, whatever it is, is it is right. it do you do you need counseling? Do you need life coaching, health coaching? I don't know. But what I or do you need to decrease the stress in your life, mm-hmm. right? Do you need to sleep better? If you're not sleeping, you're never gonna keep it off. Do you need to poop better? Do you need to move your body a little bit? I mean, there's lots of reasons that people need to lose weight or they, they have autoimmune. So I, I I'm not a fad person. I keep my practice very simple. Eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, de stress well, cultivate community well. That's Love the whole well, book. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Those yeah. six steps. And then some people need a little extra help. Some people need peptides or metformin, but it's a short term thing. This is okay. not for There's going to be something new in six months. I agree. I, I absolutely agree. But I do want these people, the ones I'm thinking of. There's one client in particular. I know she's PCOS. No one's listened to her. I mean, she's got facial hair. She's yes, 80 pounds overweight, irregular yes. periods, and no one's listened to her. So I'm hoping, and she has the money because it is, we do have to talk about, you know, $250 a month at least. Um, she has the money to pursue this. And then I'm hoping it can reverse her insulin resistance, which may cause the ovaries not to push out DHEA and androgen. So I'm saying if it does then help some things upstream, yes. then it may benefit yes. them. Once they see those things reversing and that help, that the hope is, but they got to have somebody locking arms, like you yeah, said, beside yeah, them, right. guiding them. Because when they stop it, if they have no maintenance plan is where the problem is, right? Because you can find people all day long to do your peptides or to take your metformin right. all day. Right. There's True. no shortage of people who need to lose weight and who want to feel better. So so what I have figured out is, you know, it's all about get them in, get them in, get them in like cattle, uh-huh. but then there's no maintenance. Right. And, Which, and, and and it's a it's a break in the system. It's way harder to maintain somebody and to teach them, teach them what happened, right? And to reverse decades of dysfunction than it is to get five months of 50 pounds off. That's right. easier. It's keeping it off. It, it's also messed up, Lisa. It is. It, it reminds me of the Dexedrine, Optifast, whatever the um, FinFin. FinFin. Right. Everything has been a fad. People lose the weight. You see them two years later. They're sicker than they've ever been a lot with those Bet. things. I don't know about the peptides. Not peptides. only are they sicker, they're bigger than they've ever been right. because I think it's only, I'd have to relook it up. I've got it in the book somewhere. Three cycles of dieting. I think three, just three cycles of, of restricting, right? Dieting 
you lose the weight at half the half half the speed. I think that's right. And then you gain it back at twice yeah. the speed. I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't, I'm butchering yeah, but it's, it. Bottom line involved. is, I get it. Yeah. this is not a diet. This is a lifestyle. Right. And we need to learn from the Mediterraneans who, who, who don't eat a lot of packaged processed food. Well, now you're car, you like carnivore. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether no, it's carnivore, you know, Ken, it works for you, for me, but right. it may not. I think it'd probably work for me. I haven't done it. Ken Berry is a buddy of mine here right. in, in Nashville. Right. And, he's you he's know, the king, right? Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. I he's had him on my Sunday night service. He caused more chaos than anybody I've ever had on there. And he doesn't have a problem with that. He could care less. I texted him and I said, I am getting the nastiest messages about you. You know, that you are this, it. that, and another. You're a fraud. He goes, no. When you're pushing the envelope, you're going to get it, don't worry. which didn't bother me. I don't care right here, right. because, you know, but um, and I could easily be a carnivore without a shadow of a doubt. I it love is it, delicious. But. I will tell you. And it's the way because we're trying to fix you. We're trying to find a husband or a mate or a partner or yes, a we companion are. for you. If you tell a man, come over to my house, we're having bacon, butter and beef. He's like, what time should I be there? <laughs> I mean, he's going to say, no kale. I don't have to have kale. I don't have to have rhubarb. No. Bacon, butter, and beef. And eggs. Bacon, butter, and beef. Woo! Okay, there we go. Um, But anyway, the bottom line is this stuff is common sense medicine. It really is. It's common sense. Eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, de-stress well. We are a nation of empty vessels who are just pouring from nothing. Nothing. You know that. Yeah. We have nothing to give and yeah. we don't fill our vessel up and we don't build our self-care into our life. You know, I tell people every day, build your life so that your self-care is inside it. So you don't have to escape from it over here, you know, to go for right. self-care. I agree. Build your self-care into your life. And they're like, Danny, you don't understand. I'm like, oh, I understand. You do understand. I've been a single mom for 22 years. There's a lot I understand. You don't, you don't understand, yeah. girl. Uh, but you know, we just have to bring it back to basics. And it's it's two thirty in the afternoon. I tell people this all the time. There's a line around Chick Fil A right now in Franklin, Little Rock, Arkansas, Utah, San Diego, doesn't matter, whatever, right. every town in the country, because that's about addiction. And we have to learn that processed, fake Franken food, right, is killing us. And we, right. we start there. And we work our way out. Well, we had one more thing to talk about, but we're running out of time. And I was just going to say, and have you, I know you agree, we've been lied to about women and their hormone replacement. And now Ken Berry's on this and so many others, we've been lied to about cholesterol and the heart health hypothesis. Now, if you had one minute to give me the spiel about cholesterol, could you do it right here? Well, your hormones are made from cholesterol. Thank so, right? you. Every Thank hormone you. in the cascade yes. of hormones, which That's is right. very complicated. It's as complicated as that bookshelf back there. It starts with cholesterol, basic fat cholesterol. It breaks down and makes pregnenolone and then progesterone. And then it goes across the cascade, right? And you've got estrogen, testosterone, all the things and, and cortisol and all that. I don't have any problem with cholesterol. I, today, well, today I had a patient, her cholesterol is too... 80-something, I don't know what it was, 280-something, or LDL was like, I don't know, 189 or, or, or something. HDL and triglycerides were perfect. Um, and she she was all stressed about it, and her doctor was wanting her on a statin drug. And I said, you know, I, I would think twice about that. I probably wouldn't do that. 
let's dig deeper. These were her labs from her doctor. I said, let's look at your your, you know, lipoprotein A. Let's look right. at all the breakdown. Let's break down and see what we got going on here. I'm not worried about cholesterol. You got to have cholesterol to, um, you know, to make your hormones. Um, I think a, a lot of, now there are some people, some people with genetically really rough cholesterol high, and, and there are some issues there. And, and, and so we're not saying for everyone, but I'm not stressed about cholesterol. My patients are carnivores. Their cholesterol does not go through the roof for the most part. Yeah, mine's, for the most mine's part. always been elevated, but I'm a thyroid patient. And a lot of thyroid yeah. patients have high cholesterol. But my well, C-reactive protein... Right. C-reactive protein's good. My fasting insulin's 2.2. I mean... There you I, go. All the I things. look my at CRP, good. fasting insulin, right. homocysteine, said right, all those things. And, I, and, you know, fasting insulin is key, in my opinion. You know, you can look at a hemoglobin A1C. That's fine. But Dr. I don't, Bickman, I tend- that's what that whole book's about. We've been chasing the wrong rabbit. He said it's not... A1C or glucose, it's fasting insulin. You bet. That's why it is. Okay, well, here. So I don't worry about cholesterol. Women need cholesterol. We need cholesterol, right? So exercise, burn that fat, you know, so out of your arteries, you know, um, I don't, I'm not worried about cholesterol. Good. I mean, I don't, yeah. I'm with you. And then let's talk about your book. Tell me, we're going to post everything about it, but when did you think, well, I, I'm I'm not busy enough. I'm not taking, as if I'm not taking care of a mother with a Alzheimer's and have my own business. I'm a single mom. You thought, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. Hardest thing I ever did right there. 55 years worth of, the, of stuff awesome. in here. And the book is Common Sense Practical Medicine, as it says. I wrote it, it as a guidebook for people to live their best wild and well life. And it is, the first part's on trauma. And then Good. inflammation, because if you don't get a hold of the inflammation, we'll never, ever get the rest of our chronic lifestyle disease stuff under control. And each chapter then is on my six steps to healing, which we've talked about, eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well. And every chapter has a prescription at the end of it on what to do, broken down, what to do about eating well, sleeping well, moving well, pooping well. I'm telling you. It, it was number one on Amazon on new releases when it came out That's November awesome. 9th of last year. It's been a fantastic book and um, a portion of all the proceeds, if I ever make any money off of this, so far it's only been, you know, a couple thousand dollars, but like making money on yeah. it, um, goes to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Good. So suicide prevention is near and dear to my heart and I'm on the board for AFSP. So Good. the book is... Um, yeah, everyone we sell, a portion awesome. of that goes awesome. to AFSP. But it's a good book. And people tell me, Danny, it's a guidebook. And that's what I wanted. I wanted a little girl like me from Gilbertsville, Kentucky, who, who maybe never went to college, right? Just graduated high school, works at Cracker Barrel as a waitress, you know, and wants to learn how to feel better to somebody at Harvard in Cambridge, Massachusetts, who's got a PhD or an MD to read it and go, holy crap. This is common sense. This is what we're missing in medicine. So I love it. Your social media is fabulous at Danny Williamson Wellness. I will, you can come on and say fart with me anytime. I've never said that word as my, all my years as a broadcaster, it's the F word to me, but it's the only way. I've to never dis- met anyone who farted across the room after their barium enema. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a bond we will share forever. I will never forget it ever. I was, oh yeah, I'm See? reliving 1985 right, right. now. Walking across that room going, pfft, pfft, 
Yeah. With that gown on it. With oh, my gosh. And that lady telling me, honey, I can't wait to listen to you later on the radio. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it over there live. But I did, yeah. and somehow, here we are. So, That's right. Thank you well, girl, so you're much. you're doing great work out there. Thank Keep you. it up. Thanks for listening to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and download all the episodes and leave a review, won't you? The Lisa Fisher Said Podcast is produced by ClantonCreative.com. It's Lisa Fisher time.